welcome back to another podcast. And today I'm going to give you some wise words. Do we tend to complain or be thankful? So if you don't know which one you are, you might want to listen in to today's podcast. Welcome today, and and I read this in my uh, Paul David Tripp book, New Morning Mercies, and I just had to share. I think so much of this is uh, so applicable to what is going on in our world and what what we all face. And so I I want to share this with you. He starts off the devotion with this at the top: Corporate worship is designed to move the meditation of your heart from self-centered complaint to God-glorifying praise. And the devotion goes on like this. Every day of your life, you will find reasons to complain. And every day of your life, you will have reasons to be thankful. These two themes, complaint and gratitude, pull at the heart of each of us. They form fundamentally different ways of viewing the world because they are rooted in fundamentally different ways of viewing yourself. What is your default language? Do you find it easier to complain than to give thanks? Is grumbling the ambient noise of your existence? Are you easily irritated and quickly impatient? Do mundane things get under your skin? Would the people who live nearest to you characterize you as a thankful person or a complaining person? Do you look at your world and find yourself blown away at the many reasons you have every day to give thanks? Do you see yourself as one who has been showered with blessings? Are you humbled by the myriad things of life that you regularly enjoy, but that you could never argue that you deserve? How often do you whisper thanks to God or communicate thanks to those around you? I made a provocative statement above that you might have missed. I said that the lifestyle of complaint and that of gratitude are both rooted in the way you view yourself. Complaint really really is an identity issue. If you have placed yourself in the center of your world, if you have reduced your active field of concern down to the small confines of your wants, your needs, and your feelings, if it really is all about you, then you'll live with an entitled, I deserve fill in the blank attitude. And because you do, you will have constant reasons to complain. You will be constantly focused on what you want. You will have an inflated sense of what you need and you will be all too conscious of how you feel. So you'll grumble your way through life. And why is that? You will grumble because the reality is that you are not at the center. Life is not about you. The universe doesn't operate to satisfy your desires. It is a dark, discouraging way to live. But if you humbly admit that as a sinner, you deserve nothing but God's wrath, that in acts of outrageous grace, he has turned his face of mercy and kindness towards you, and that every good thing in your life is an undeserving blessing, you'll find reasons to be grateful everywhere you look. Feelings of need and thankfulness rather than entitlement and disappointment will fill your heart. That is where corporate worship helps profoundly. The regular gathering of God's people for worship worship serves to shift your meditation from complaint to gratitude by reminding you of who you really are and confronting you with the beautiful and faithful mercy of God toward you. As the gospel puts you in your place, it also puts praise in your mouth, and that is a very good thing. Wow. I don't know about you, but um, 
that kind of stepped on my toes because there's points and times in life where I like to complain more than I like to give thanks. And I think we all find times and, and phases and um, just seasons of life where we want to complain more than we want to be thankful. So I hope this gives you a little look at being more thankful than complaining. But Paul David Tripp gives me a little scripture if you want to kind of dig deeper. And he points us to Philippians 4, 4 through 9. And this is what that says. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evidence to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, but with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, Put it into place and the God of peace will be with you. And I think that's so such such a great scripture to remind us that, you know, whatever we put in our minds comes out in our words and our desires and our actions. So if all we think about or all we read about or all we do in life is think about ourselves, it's going to lead to a lot of disappointment. And I think I think uh, sometimes we come to church and it revitalizes us and we think about God and we think about all the good things, but do we go home and forget what we heard in our messages? And I, I'm speaking to myself as well. But I hope this has been I hope this has been a good devotion time that gives you some pause and the next time you feel like things aren't really going your way or I'm really not happy with this. Am I thinking too much of myself? Do I need to refocus my thoughts on the Lord? and others, my neighbors, maybe people who are struggling more than I am. And I hope this is a good, um, just a reminder that that's what we're called to do in life. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And and it's tough. Sometimes we, uh, we like to complain more. But uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I hope that's some good um, food for thought for this week. Speaking of the week, I know uh, Sunday was a big day. I hope you all got to be here for a back to school prayer and waffles and worship. It was a great, great service, a great time uh, for our family to be together here in the building. So uh, I want to thank everyone who helped with everything from the prayer circles to cooking the waffles to playing and singing on Sunday. It was a wonderful day. And Pastor Stephanie had a great uh, Family Connections event at the bowling alley, 35 kids. So praise God for that. And we're just thankful for all that's going on and Crossroads, all the ministries that are happening. And um, speaking of ministries, Rooted will begin for the final time of this calendar year. We're going to start that in August, August the 23rd from 630 to 8. And um, we've got some great, great teachers lined up. David Hedden is going to lead the man side. And Tracy Drapo and Abby Howard are going to lead the female side. So um, Rooted is a wonderful, wonderful study. So I hope you um, consider doing that this year. 
and there will be a children's program offered. So if you've got little ones who would just like to do some more um, just learning about Jesus, Pastor Stephanie's going to do a discipleship program for 12 weeks with the kids. And you don't have to join Rooted to bring your kids. Just um, bring them on up and, and let them enjoy that time. But I do encourage you, to, if you haven't taken Rooted, you should sign up. Either call the office today, um, get a hold of anybody on staff, or just leave it on your card on Sunday. Put your name and your phone number. Someone will get a hold of you. Our women's noon study will start a new study coming up called the 40-Day Feast by Wendy Speak. It is a She's a great, great author, and so that's going to be a great time. If you're interested, it's Wednesdays at noon, so it's noon to one. It's easy for a lunch hour. We have several gals that work that come in on lunch hour, so um, see me, see Erica about um, joining the Bible study. It's, it's not too late, so... Um, I just thank everybody out there for your continued prayers for our next pastor. We are getting, you know, getting closer and closer every day to getting a new pastor. So continue to pray for all the applicants and the leadership team and the search committee. So let's pray today. Father, thank you so much for this day and every day. And Lord, I know today the kids go back to school. So I just ask that you'll bless them, bless all the the staff, the teachers, the principals, custodians, lunch workers. I just pray that you'll um, give the kids a great, great school year. Keep them safe mentally and physically and let them just have a great, great start to the school year. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us lessons like today. Try not to complain, but be thankful. Let us be thankful every day for what you've given us, Lord. I do ask that you continue to bless Crossroads and In this next transition step as we uh, hire a lead pastor, I just pray for all the people who have applied and I just pray you'll give great wisdom to our leadership, our deacons, our elders, the search committee. Be with us all, Lord. Help us to do your will. Help us to keep you as our focus always. We ask all this in your name. Amen. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening, and I hope you have a really, really great rest of this week, and I hope to see you all on Sunday.